and we're alive. Good evening, everyone. Welcome back to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. The Vlogcast comes from a skeptical point of view to answer some of the questions of why. This Vlogcast started as a combination of spite the Streisand effect because... Oh yeah, wait a minute, I need to change hats. Because... The great spaghetti monster in the sky has been very kind to us and granted us a new year. And part of this is follow through with the old adage that sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. I'm your main host. I'm known as Shujin Tribble. You can find me pretty much everywhere under that name. That's S-H-U-J-I-N. Hi, and again, welcome back. Let me go ahead and introduce you to who is with us at the moment that is expected to change momentarily. From the Midwest of the U.S., who is apparently dating a doctor tonight, Bridget Fitch. Hi. You're not supposed to tell. And you Howdy. shouldn't have started off. I have a big mouth. And on the right-hand coast of the U.S., where, uh, hey, happy happy January 6th anniversary out there. Unrenowned tech. Hi. Jeez. Yeah, how long have you been holding on to that one for? About two minutes. Okay. Uh, Seriously, like literally two minutes, if that. Mm -hmm. uh, we are expecting to have Joseph joining us momentarily, so uh, that's going to be entertaining because, um, well, we'll see what kind of audio we've got for him at this point, but we will see what happens. I am very glad to be back with you. Yes, I'm wearing a colander hat tonight. Why? Because... I didn't get to wear my Santa pimp hat a lot. We didn't really go out a lot in December, and I wanted to wear something festive. And, well, I mean, a classic aluminum colander. I mean, that bitch would just love watching me do this tonight. She and, would. And by that bitch, I mean heretic woman. There's, yep. a, there's a reason why. You know, she every, probably would have worn hers, too. She probably would have been wearing it for half the shows at the very least. At oh, this point, true. she'd probably have earrings with little colanders on them. That that I wouldn't be surprised about. I have a little necklace with a little colander on well, you, You've also got a penis water bottle or three, so whatever. True. The blue one. Because of course you do. Anyway, it's good to be back with y'all. Yeah. Uh, we've been gone for the last couple of weeks because, you know, the holiday season. Yes, there are a whole bunch of other podcasts that, you know, do their thing and they don't, you know, they record early so that they can, you know, send it out afterwards. Nah, man, we, we just, we just record when we record. And there's no reason for me to insist that we keep doing on a holiday. I mean, just no, it's not worth it. Y'all should just be hanging out with, you know, friends, family people that you consider not sending a cease and desist letter to, you know, that, that kind of thing. So, you know, it's good to be back with y'all. And, of course, as always, for those of you that join us live, you can join over in the live chat over there. If my camera is working correctly, it should be pointed in the correct direction. Because on my screen on the left, that's where everybody is. And if my camera is set correctly, I'm pointing in the correct direction. Not the right direction, because the right direction is over this side. The correct direction is over here on my left. Which means, Stephanie, good morning. Good to be back with you. Yeah, we were talking a little bit before, well, typing a little bit before the show, that uh, temperatures right now, this is very much not winter weather. And we're going to get to 
don't worry, we're going to get two because it's stuff that happened, uh, you know, in the intervening time that, oh my God, yeah, a little bit of an update for everybody is probably a good idea. So glad you're doing well over there. Phyllis, you made it. Hi. Yeah, Phyllis and I have also chatted up a little bit about how there's no good opportunity right now out where she is to go, you know, um, camping and whatnot, because, you know, it's nice to have these big ass 19 mid 80s four by four with you know giant knobby tires that are more than happy to dig into the ground but when the ground is liquid it's really 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 tough to you know claim aquatic so you know it's probably not a good way to do that and seeker good to see you and yeah it's Good to be back with you. Uh, what did you say? The calendar looks like it had been around a while. Things been okay. So yes, this particular calendar was my grandmother's, my Italian grandmother, who, oh God, I don't remember when she came when she came over. No, she she was no, she was born here. That's right. Um, that side of the family. Uh, okay, I'll do this quick. <laughs> My mother's side of the family came over in the late 1800s from Italy. If you were to look at the boot of Italy, it's like at the very bottom of the sole as it goes up just before it comes down to where the heel is. The town is called Cracco. The town, quote unquote, is effectively no longer sustainable. There are movies that get shot there, but... No one's allowed to live there anymore because everything's shifted because water main breakage and super sediment, whatever the hell it was. But the the, the town is basically just a, a ghost town. There are some people that kind of live out there and you know do a couple of a uh, couple of jobs and whatnot. But effectively, nobody can live there anymore. And you know it's it's just kind of one of those things. So this was that grandmother's uh where she got it from couldn't tell you all i can tell you is that uh she she lived in in uh, bay ridge brooklyn and whenever we got the chance to go out there we had the opportunity of seeing manhattan island and the statue of liberty from their terrace oh it, it was pretty cool being able to grow up out there well to visit every once in a while so yeah, this is this 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 holds a very special place for me. It's also a little annoying because I forgot that I had it over here in the office, and I went looking for it, and I wonder where the hell it went to. If maybe my son had taken it to college, and it's like, uh, no. And I sat down, and oh shit, there it is. All right, well, sorry, it is what it is. But uh, anyway. My family heirlooms are just the best. Yeah. Um, one last thing before I go ahead and get rocking into stuff. Part of uh, that particular part of my family also that came over from Italy. In the United States, the family name was, because it was, it was part of that part, was Donadio. Sounds mostly Italian, but you know, if if you say it Americanized, it's Donadio. But when they came across on the boat 
through Ellis Island. What's your name? Donanome. Donadio. Donadio. Okay, yeah, I can I can write that. Donadio. Donadio. Yeah, I got it. I got it. Yeah, here you go. So my family name, part of my old family name, came across as. Now I'm trying to remember what it loosely translated to. It was um, uh, Donadio. Uh, uh, shoot, I forgot what it was. It was. Something, something with God. I know, I know, but just humor an old man for a minute, and it became just any old, any old name. And there's a lot of families that had that happen going through in the immigration back in the you know eighteen early nineteen hundreds. So, you know, somebody that's got uh, got family roots that go back to Europe. Ask them if they actually know what their family's name was before it got butchered. You might find some interesting stories there. Yep. So, with that in mind, that is actually kind of going to play into all of this. So, let me go ahead and get you going over here with the five-minute freestyle, because I actually remember I have to do that. With your timer, starts now. Veil. Okay, it's spelled Vale. V-A-L-E. Actually, it's pronounced Vale. Or Vale. I, I forget which, which way it is. It's Latin. You're not going to believe why I decided I was going to use a Latin word tonight. Especially that one. You know what Vale means in Latin? Bye bye Goodbye. So long. See ya. Don't let the pearly gates hit you in the nose when they close before you get up there. We say goodbye during the time that we were gone to Pope Ratzenberger. Now, let's let's be fair about this. He did one of the nicest things that any pope has done in it was about 600 years, he decided that he was going to step down. Isn't that just magnanimous of him? Someone who had all the power, all the ability, every opportunity to fix things, to, to make things right, to help the helpless, to defend the defenseless, to speak for those that didn't have a voice. And what did he do? He did what pretty much every pope has ever done. He protected his people. He helped find loopholes around ways so that dioceses could be held responsible for attacks on children. By saying that they are just independent contractors that are associated with us. They're not us. That would be wrong. We wouldn't do stuff like that. This is not a Power 10 episode. I really, really don't want to be cursing the mother out. I really don't. I really do. I'm not going to. It's a bad way. It's a bad precedent to start for tonight. But I will go ahead and I will say this. Not going to miss him. 
didn't realize he was still alive, as a matter of fact. And and as far as I'm concerned, the world was better off without him. It was better off without him before he was born. It's better off without him now that he's gone. A little sliver of time that he was with us. I'm sure there were a couple of pieces where, you know, he helped reduce some pain. Some. I don't know how much. I have no way of knowing. And truth be told, I'm not going to be bothering to research it. He held power. He held a position of absolute authority. When you're in the Catholic Church, as far as the Pope is concerned, the Pope is the Church. There is this thing about papal infallibility. Whatever the Pope says goes, even if it contradicts other Popes who said things back in their day. And whatever it was they said at the time was real and true, and that's the way that it is. Every Pope could do so much. But they don't. And why? I mean, truly, why? There's a certain point where you have to just sit back and just, why? To use the expression, the Holy See has got more money than God, considering that's a non-entity. I mean, that's kind of a truism, but be that as it may. Got all the power, all the authority, all the resources possible to make things better, truly make things better. And you don't? I can't fathom that that level of uncaringness. These cardinals who want to have the position for what? These people that get into the papacy, why? You want to make things better for the world, for people? How about you start with just making things better for people? Make that the end goal. Maybe we wouldn't feel so bad saying goodbye when you finally kick off this mortal coil. You know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try really hard. I'm gonna try really, really hard to be nice. Or at the very least, not be antagonistic entirely for everybody, but, um, really thin line. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see where it takes us. Where it can take us though is over to the horrible scopes because you've missed them, haven't you? Yes, I have continued to write them and I do continue to post them every week. So if you have missed and you want to read back on them all, yeah, you're more than welcome to do that anytime because it's fun. Oh, we'll have to see about that. So let's get rolling. So with... I need a drink. <laughs> Some issues there. It is um, orange juice and sparkling cider from New Year's. Because I don't bother getting, I don't bother getting, you know, champagne. Why bother? It's too expensive. Get bubbling cider because um, 
Why not? It's a hell of a lot cheaper. And truth be told, I like it. I can have mimosas all I want with this combination and not have to worry about driving. So go me. I'm going with that. So time for the horrible scopes. For those of you that know what your astrological sign is, cool. Those of you that don't, it doesn't really much matter. And by the way, since it is properly winter in the Northern Hemisphere, we're going to be looking at your individual constellations. You're about to learn some stuff, folks. Aries. Let's start off by saying sizes and everything. Your constellation is considered mid-size. It's 39th overall out of 88 in the sky. It's nothing to sneeze at. The problem is, you're old. I know, I know. Some people are waiting for me to go ahead and, and, and do the whole, how old are you? you? You're so old. The second century astronomer Ptolemy wrote about you. This week, stop counting birthdays. Start counting calories. You just depressed the hell out of me. You're Thanks. welcome. Taurus, don't get all high and mighty about age there, bulls. You date back to the early Bronze Age, at least. You can lord something over cancer, at least. The crap nebula is in your domain, not theirs. This week, stop stealing from everyone else around you. Gemini, otherwise known as the twins, your name is referenced to, to ancient Greek characters Castor and Pollux. Their mother was Leda, but their fathers were different. Castor was the son of the king of Sparta, Sparta, while Pollux was the son of Zeus, who, I'm sorry, you should really put this in quotes, seduced Leda after transforming himself into a swan. On the same night! This week, if a swan is being attacked by an eagle and falls near you for protection, fine, you can save it. Just don't screw it. Yeah, there there are accounts that say that he raped her, but now see, here's the thing. The story is that the swan was attacked by an eagle, it dropped down for protection near her, consequently seduced as opposed to um, forced. So it was it, it's Zeus, man. We 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 went on a very long talk about Zeus last night. So yeah, that was I'm sorry. Yeah, kind of, kind of. So yeah, she screwed her husband and a swan on the same night. But it was pity size. See, so so at that point, size does matter. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know. Gansom Child, like we said earlier, even though you're known as the Crab, the Crab Nebula isn't yours. But that's okay. Because you've got some cool stars out there. There are a few stars with known planets. But Star 55 Concrete has five. One Super-Earth or gas giants, one of which is in the habitable zone, meaning it's expected to have temperatures similar to Earth. 
The downside is it's about 41 light years away. Don't plan on picking up, taking a, a picnic trip anytime soon. It's, it's not going to happen. Oh, well, it's kind of close. Relatively, relatively Yeah, they, okay. Uh, radio signals should have reached there. I don't know how much would still be discernible beyond the uh, background radiation levels, but well, you never know. Think about it. Leo, as far as constellations are concerned, at least your design can plausibly said to look like a crouching lion, which is good because we know how much you love to show off for everyone, drama queens that you are. Take the time to learn where your constellation is in the sky and how to find it, because one of these nights you'll get to show off and show everyone else where to bow to you. Virgo, the only constellation bigger than yours is Hydra, the water snake. In the sky, the maiden is between Leo to the west and Libra to the east. So if the scales don't find you worthy, the lion might eat you. The worst part about your sign is the symbol. It looks like someone tried to draw a cursive MP and wanted to save ink, so smash them together. This week, break out your old calligraphy kit and try your hand at improving your old hobby. It's true. If you look at the symbol for Virgo, that's exactly what it looks like. Yes, it does. I don't know who came up with this shit, but it's just too weird. Libra, you're a little on the odd side for bragging on this list. You're 29th in size. Your symbol looks like... Well, a, a snake swallowing a bowling ball. And your brightest star's name is... <clears throat> Zubin Shamali. Let's just make it easy. Call it Alpha Libre, okay? Here's something cool about it, though. It's a multiple star system. One is a blue-white star. The second is a white star. Buy some binoculars and take a look. It's actually pretty. Besides, you could use some of that, you know, get-out-of-the-house time. Scorpio, we'd like to mock you for your symbol, just like with Virgo, but you've earned a place of distinction. Being that you're located in the southern celestial hemisphere, looking through you means we're looking into the heart of the Milky Way galaxy itself. Plus, there are a number of amazing double stars that could be made out with the unaided eye. This week, buy a pair of binoculars and a star chart and then go look into the abyss. See if it looks back at you. Uh, number one, yes, it'll look back at you. Number two, it'll tell you you're completely insignificant in the grand scheme of things. Have a nice day. The fact that it answered doesn't mean that you're totally insignificant, though. So Exactly. So, Sagittarius, yes, yes, the Milky Way is large enough to encroach on your constellation, too. But isn't that just the way of things? You have to take whatever leftovers Scorpios leaves you. Well, you know what? This is your week to get back at them. Sagittarius isn't just the archer, 
but is a centaur archer. With hooves as big as you think they are, you could stomp on a scorpion and no one would ever know. This week, compare shoe sizes with Scorpio and be smug about it. You ever seen the sizes of the hooves on Clydesdales? Yes, they are freakishly large, and that's why if you were to ride them in battle, you could kill people with them. With the size of my face. Yeah. Yeah, when you read, like, fantasy stories or, uh, uh, you know, fiction stories about history and stuff, and they talk about, you know, war horses stepping down and crushing an entire man's whole head, like like a watermelon. Mm-hmm. That's a Clydesdale. See, it's not a war horse anymore because we're in peacetime, so to speak. We don't use horses for battle in this country anymore, that kind of thing. But if that were to ever resurgence, I guarantee you people would start breeding the Clydesdale for war. You want to see one great example of people actually riding Clydesdales and have it look, like, cool, surprisingly? Borrow. Don't rent. Don't buy. Borrow a copy of the movie Crawl. I happen to like that movie. There's no accounting for taste on this show. I'm just saying. Capricorn. The flame of my heart. Capricorn, you remember that your sign's animal is the goat, right? <laughs> Wrong. <laughs> it's not just any goat. It's a sea goat. Goat in the front, fish in the back. It's an adaptation of the Sumerian god of water, knowledge, crafts, and creation. So, when the Babylonians and the Greeks brought the Sumerian constellations into their own, they made up stories about it, like how it was the goat that raised Zeus. This week, be privately smug that people are making up stories about you, but they're only good stories. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so if you're a Capricorn living in West Virginia, you're safe. Okay. We'll go with that. Aquarius, the rule of cool smiles on you this week. Known as the water bearer, your symbol is the best out of any of them. Looking like a pair of wavy lines, just like the test cards Dr. Minkman used in Ghostbusters. Which means. You just might have some latent ESP or abilities. Maybe you can read minds or guess the outcome of a bingo game. And if you can do that, maybe you can win the Powerball next month. This week, visit an old folks home and try to win at bingo. Powerball's up to 1.1 billion. No winners yet. Really? Again? Pisces, one cool scope asked for. Here you go. Your place in the sky is pretty special. The March equinox currently rests in your house, even though Aquarius is slowly stealing it away from you. You're comprised of 18 main stars, of which currently 13 have planets, and here's one to top it off. The star Gamma Pisceum. 138 light years away, hosts an exoplanet which 
was only just discovered in 2021. So see, there's hope for you getting a date yet. Those are your horrible scopes for this week. Remember, if you like what you got, <laughs> masochist that you are, sure. Yeah, that's perfectly fine. I'm going to come back to that in a couple of minutes. We hope that you do enjoy them. But, of course, if you'd like to ask for a nicer or naughtier one for yourself or someone else, all you need to do to bribe me is just ask. I work cheap that way. But, as usual, I will have these posted online at the end of the week. Tumblr, Twitter, Facebook, Discord, or, you know, whatever is still functional at that point. Because, you know, we don't know. We we don't know. We, we, just... we all saw the bus are falling off. Yeah, tell me about it. Um, yeah, it's just, just, yeah, yeah. This, this, this is too much. Episode four thirty five on the docket, runner. We're back, baby. What did we miss? Holy balls! Did we miss a lot of stuff? So we're we're not going to talk about um we're not going to talk too deeply into a lot of these things because there's some pieces that i mean they would require a lot of work to go into and truth be told i'm pretty sure you all know we we don't we don't invest a lot of work into the show you, you can you can tell that right i mean look at my head piece here got this off the shelf i need something to keep it locked down on my head i guess uh, so there, there are some things that have happened. There are some that have been, um, that have been really good. Some that have been really bad and some that have been rather uplifting. And funny enough, Bridget and I were talking about, uh, part of this before we came on. So let's cover the first important piece. The winter storm that went crazy through the entire continent of North America. While we were gone, holy balls! <laughs> I mean, that was some serious snowmageddon going on. Oh my god, it was it was it was horrible. For those of you that, for whatever reason, didn't hear about it for the rest of the country, because I know full well national and international news hit on uh, my neck of the woods, Buffalo, mm -hmm. and such, and with good reason. But we'll get mm -hmm. to that. Um, the rest of the country, uh wow! I mean. Bridget, out your way. You, you you said you guys had you guys had fun with that. Yeah, I mean we didn't get a lot of measurable snow like they did up north, but you know it was blizzard conditions here as well, and it was so windy. Like we had you know seventy, eighty mile an hour wind gusts going on while it was snowing, and so we had some snow drips. Luckily, that were four feet high. Now in in meters. I have no idea what that is because I don't do metric measurements yet because I'm not that good. But yeah, like people with, you know, these four wheel drive trucks getting stuck in it because they thought that they could get through and other people were getting stuck trying to get them out. And then we had you know law enforcement getting stuck trying to get them out. It was just people didn't need to be out just being out to be out, even though they were told not to be out. I love watching people go brag about, oh, yeah, my truck or whatever's got four-wheel drive. I don't have a problem on the road. And it's like, hey, dipshit, it's ice. I don't care if you have all-wheel drive, which is what you're confusing four-wheel drive for, by the way. Um, 
you could have all-wheel drive. And if you don't have studs on your tires, you're going in a ditch, dickhead. Yeah, no, like, you know, it's a penis waving. It's a penis waving contest with these people. So I mean, yeah. you know, they're not going to listen to that. Well, that's kid. what this was. There were eleven that were stuck down near the racetrack, and it's like, what the hell were you even doing out down there? There's nothing out there. Yeah, and uh, one of the things that we were talking about was how things were over here in the Buffalo region, and yeah, it was it was pretty nasty for a while. There were Category 1 hurricane force winds that were clocked for, I forget how long it was, an hour, two hours, something like that. I mean, a gust, you can forgive the expression. You can kind of blow over that because, you know, okay, gust happened, it's gone. You know, an hour of sustained Cat 1 hurricane, that's uh, 75 mile an hour uh, continuous. Yeah. That's that's no joke. And reminding you, I've lived through several Category 3s on Long Island. So, you know, I, I know from wind. As somebody li- living on the East Coast, I back you 120% on that statement. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But what what made it even phenomenally worse for us over here is because of the geography. Um, we've talked about lake effect snow here in the Buffalo region. And, and I grew up in near that area. So again, backing you up on this statement, go for it. Oh yeah. The, um, the, the long and short of it is the lake is warm. The lake, when it gets cold, steams, steam turns into <laughs> cloud, no. turns into snow, turns into uh-huh, uh, uh-huh. thousands and thousands and thousands of insurance claims. Yep. I mean, there's there's no other way to put it. Now, the thing of it was, um, well, like I said, Bridget and I were talking about the piece where uh, Bridget had seen. I'll, I'll let I'll let you you know fin- finish it off. Um, the the scenes of not just the the individual people who got stuck with all the snow, but the snow clearing equipment. And having to have more come out and try to get that unstuck, and it was just a mess. I used to say growing up, only New Yorkers knew how to get properly get rid of snow. And it used to be true until a lot of the funding got taken away. Because I lived through that blizzard in 94, uh, was it 94 or 95? One of the two, where it dropped in in one day close to five feet of snow. And then the next day dropped in another few feet of snow. That was the Christmas uh, thing. Uh, that was 97? No, you know what? 97. You know what? I, I there, don't... there was one before that. Okay. The the only one that I remember, uh, I went out to... Tr- <laughs> My little white Honda Civic hatchback was covered in snow out on the street. And I was working really hard after the snow finished to get it um, at least visible so that it wouldn't suddenly be a matter of the guys coming through with the snow plows and going, what did we hit? Uh, it must have been a big piece of ice because, you know, my car was white. I had gone out to try shoveling because we were anticipating it wasn't going to be that bad and we'd have to go to work. And I have uh, I have a uh, a duster hat. It's the only way I can really describe it. A Western hat where it's a 
you know, straight brim all the way around. And after about an hour of working at this, it's just like, this, this isn't going to work. I came back inside to the apartment with, with my wife and she took a picture of me because I had a halo of snow <laughs> around my head on the rim. And the only time I've ever had something even close to that on me. And it was, it was, it was, it was kind of weird. It was kind of fun. Was that also the same one that uh, Geraldo Rivera got stuck up in, in this region? Because I know I'm one not of them. Sure. What I do remember is that by the end of it, people's lawns had so much snow on it that there was nowhere to plow it. Yeah. Okay. The first night of the snow, the New York snow plows were out in force. They were arraigned in the appropriate staggered configuration. They were clearing things left and right. They were, you know, everything was shut down. All the roads were shut down. Get home, stay home. That yep. was the message. And, you know, if your boss tells you to come, they were even saying over the radio, if your boss tells you to come in, have them call the state troopers to get approval for you to drive on the road because you're not going anywhere. You know? Yeah. And uh, I forget which station was that. Uh, that wasn't on WAAL. That was on another one. I think that was the, I think it was 97 point something or other out of uh, room. I, well, I can't remember now. Uh, well, anyway, but the but, but but the point was is that by the end of the blizzard, because it was a three day snowstorm, yeah. kids such as myself were actually digging tunnels in their yards through mm -hmm. the snow. Yep. And um, I had a snowblower that was rear wheel drive that had the uh, the, the screw blade stuff. Yep. You know, actually cut through this stuff. I was the only one able to get out of the driveway because once the plows did finally get to our neighborhood and they hit it, um, it packed so tight you couldn't get it out with a shovel. So I made bank. It was $25 for me to clear the stuff that the snowplow had put in your driveway. It was another 15 on top of that to clear the rest of your driveway. Dude, my video game fun went through <laughs> but uh, no, in, in seriousness, um, they told people, look, if you parked your car anywhere other than your driveway or in a safe spot that's away from the street, you know, somewhere where you're supposed to park, if you parked anywhere that is a snow plow zone or a snow emergency zone and your car gets hit by the plow, yeah, good luck with the insurance claim. We yeah. have warned you. And of course, what happened? There were still dickheads. With their big ass trucks and whatever the hell it was that they wanted, putting them where they didn't belong. Yeah. You know what? You know. You know what they did? They sent those people bills later on for the cost of the damage done to the plows. Now there were um, there are a number of stories that uh, came out of this whole thing in the Buffalo area in particular. Um. Not the least of which was that there were, I forget what the exact number was, but there was 25 plus fatalities. Mm -hmm. I hate to say this, but it is a known commodity here. When there is a snowstorm, there will be fatalities. Period. End of story. It's, it's just the nature because people will overexert themselves, especially because Buffalo has an older population and well, 
kind of what ends up happening. And I, I feel, I feel terrible about it, but you know, we kind of know it's it, stuff like that ends up happening. Now, sideways to that, there was one story that I saw where woman in, in Buffalo proper, Buffalo Metro, um, they were, they were snowed in. The drifts had, you know, pretty well covered, uh, almost everything all the way to the basement apartment. No heat, no power. And, uh, she was, uh, she was trapped in with, uh, her kid, 15 years old, who needed medications for like seizures and such and always worried about what was going to be happening. And they had, uh, temperatures of, um, I don't remember Celsius on this one. I just remember from the story. It was 45 Fahrenheit ish in the apartment that, you know, they, they made it through. Fortunately, the stories that kind of went along with that were holy, holy smoke. People, uh, people being told, you know, look, we're, we're trying to get to you, but there is a section of the, um, one of the main thoroughfares into and out of Buffalo, east, west, is what's, uh, we just call it the 33. It's the, it, whatever. But it's a section of roadway that is, um, limited access highway. And it's, I don't want to call it submerged, but it's dug down into the, uh, into the ground in order to facilitate it. And people were being told, look, trying to get in and out on the 33, especially is being really hard because we're trying to clear it from drifts of upwards of 30 feet of snow. Wow. I've, I've never heard reports of that before. But, you know, when, when all is said and done, the, the other news report, and again, you know, coming, coming back to what, uh, what Bridget and I were talking about before we got started, there was at least one news story about a guy who got out in his car. And I, I, I shouldn't call it a car, his vehicle, because he knew what he was doing. He was part of a Facebook group for, uh, this was a piece I forgot to tell you about, where people would get on and say, I'm at such and such and so and so. I am in need of whatever it was. Can anybody help? And this guy got in his car, even though there was a countywide travel ban, and he got food, he got baby supplies, diapers, formula he he got stuff to people who who only knows what the hell would have happened to him and the piece that i specifically remember from the article was the guy saying i'll rack up however many tickets i need to until they until they tow my car i'm gonna keep doing it because people need man you know it's, but it's, the difference is, is that that guy actually knew what he was doing. Yep. There are people that oh, yeah. have this misconception that if you're stuck somewhere in freezing cold weather, that the best thing you can do is stay in your car. Well, to begin with, sure. But the problem is, is that people stick in their car and they let the engine run and run and run and run and they let things run out. They don't take into account that they might be stuck there for a while. So rather than getting the internals up to temperature, 
and then giving the engine a break, save on some fuel, turn it off, let it sit, go about an hour or so, turn it back on, whatever. Depending on how freezing it is, you may need to leave the engine. Yeah. Um, but these are things that you have to take into account based on the scenario. And a lot of people are not taught these things, especially if they grew up in a warm client that barely ever sees snow. That's true. And, it, you know, you look at what happened with the pandemic. Here, Here's a, a thing that makes people sneeze, cough, or die, you know? COVID. Why the hell was there a run on toilet paper? There was no need for that stupidity. But people did it anyway. So what did that do to everybody else who wasn't doing that? Well, when it came time for us to get toilet paper, there was none because these idiots had basements full of this stuff. You know, I'm sorry, does staying at home mean you're going to crap at home more often? Or, you know, that suddenly you're going to get the... COVID didn't give people the runs, unless you count, like, blood. (laughs) It's just human stupidity knows no bounds when it comes to these situations. Um, Case in point, you know, how many times every freaking year during the sun, during the winter do you hear case after case after case of somebody losing power outage, somebody having a power outage in the middle of a storm, so they light a gas heater, liquid propane, whatever, kerosene, whatever, in their house, they don't open a window, or they do open a window, but it's not effective, and they die from the fumes, essentially suffocation. Carbon monoxide. Yeah. Yeah. Over and over and over again. It's 2023. We shouldn't be having these problems anymore. But there's so much disinformation, so much, uh, there's so much negative response to listening to facts because you don't like what the facts say. You know, or it's inconvenient for you. And you become a statistic. Every time. Yeah. I'm so fed up with people. And that's why I wanted to uh, highlight that uh, that particular item. Because there is a nickname for Buffalo. It's the City of Good Neighbors. I'm very proud that when... I mean, let's face it. When when things go sideways, it is really difficult to hear of truly bad series of stories coming out. When it comes down to you know making sure that everybody is uh, keeping safe, when when stuff really gets bad like this, really get I'm really glad for it. So uh, just to uh, just attack on the back end of this whole thing and and move on. Uh, as far as things worked out for me over here at Casa del Tribble, we got maybe a foot, so, you know, 30 centimeters, give or take. Um, it really wasn't bad. I had a flicker with power, and then a couple of days later, uh, power is out for about two hours, uh, assuming that we're just fixing stuff, and then everything's fine. Grand scheme of things, everything was fine. I'm cool. Everything's good. Bridget, you you said that uh, things were, for the most part, pretty good your way, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, just, you know, people not thinking, but, you know, that's normal for where I live, so not a shocker. 
Entech being the being the uh, uh, the water out there. Well, actually, it was the opposite side for you because of the wind. Yeah. Um, for us, the main concern wasn't so much the snow, but it was the uh, wind. In fact, um, Marilyn, we had a couple days of burr, but uh, really it was just you had to worry about the road conditions. Uh, icing, not snow, not people getting frostbitten because you know, they forgot to fill their car up with gas or whatever. Uh, in fact, the worst thing I heard about while I was down here uh, during that event was somebody had allowed their fuel tank, again, lack of education here, to get a little bit below a quarter of a tank, so probably about an eighth of a tank. Ooh. And, yep, the lines froze. Ooh. Yep. Mm-hmm. They got and then, and, and then even though the temperatures came back up, they stayed at that freezing level for a few days extra. So everybody else was driving around. They still couldn't go anywhere because it hadn't warmed up enough yet to thaw the lines. Well, yeah, I mean, we had a, a high temperature couple of days of like minus four. And the wind chill was minus 30. It was burr. That qualifies. Yeah, and I'm talking the freedom units, not centigrade, but, you know. Fair. And finally able to make it this morning from over the pond, Paris, France. Joseph, good morning. You're able to make it. How the hell are you? Assuming that you're there. Because we're not hearing anything. Oh, you're typing. Oh no, we've got a we've got an audio thing going on again. No way. Alright, let's 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 see what happened. Cause this is the way to start off the new year, isn't it? Alright, we'll see we'll see what's going on. Uh okay, so the weather, yeah, weather's weather was uh, pretty damn brutal. Uh news stuff, uh there've been a there've been a number of things. There've been a number of things, uh, and just to uh, okay, okay, we'll see, we'll see what's going on. Uh, to to cover a couple of things, and just to just to move a little bit quickly through these. Uh, the first one I'll just touch on really quickly is the uh, the young gentleman from the Buffalo Bills uh, football team. At, well, he's uh, awake. Yeah, he's, at the he's all that. Yeah, uh, the football game he was at, American football, thank you, uh, here last week, he he was part of a, uh, a tackle on one guy, got up, suddenly, three seconds later, collapsed over backwards. Um, I don't remember the, uh, the, the whole ins and outs of it. What I remember, and I could be wrong, was that effectively, it's a freak thing that he took a uh, he took a shot to the chest that popped his heart. And yeah. yeah, 10 minutes of CPR on the field and hoping that he just didn't. I mean, technically he was flatlined, but he wasn't dead, fortunately, at least not the way that we measure it anymore. But they got him to hospital, um, got him breathing, 
And yeah, as Tech said, he's uh, he's he's awake. Uh, he's got a, he's got a long road ahead of him. But oh my god, that was one of the scariest things that I've heard of in a very very long time. And the news reports of this, they both upset me and make me happy. Here's why. One, you had a lot of people going about how uh, how it was a miracle that he's recovering. Blah blah blah. It's like uh, he's getting like the best care possible. Half of us Americans couldn't ever afford the kind of care he's getting. Okay, so don't tell me how much of a miracle it is. You want to see a miracle? How about those EMTs that were on the field, or the EMS, or whatever they are, uh, that were on the field who were probably, probably the lowest paid employees in that entire stadium? They probably get paid less than the janitors who work that stadium are the ones who helped save that man's life. That's number one. Okay. Um, and number two, again, no miracles. It's just really good equipment. Now, the part that makes me happy is the fact that um, this guy's mom has a daycare center, which helps um, children who are impacted by COVID-19 pandemic and so on. He, he basically started his own charity several years ago. Mm-hmm. So his Go, GoFundMe that's up, the money isn't going to helping making him better. It's going to those kids, and it's raised so far eight million dollars. Okay, the last I had heard was that it was two and a half. Nice. It's up to eight now. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's up. To, it's up to eight. Uh, I mean, you're getting fans who are donating. You're getting team. Various football teams are donating. Players around the the world are donating uh, from different sports and so on. And um, the uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. And I've actually got a uh, a link to the news report on this one. See, the thing is, is that the guy, DeMar, oh, God, I keep screwing up his last name. Hamlin? Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's actually a native of Pittsburgh. And so the Pittsburgh Steelers came out and they brought toys and books and teaching supplies to that daycare center. And, I mean, just, you know, that's, that's not even their home state or whatever. They went out there. They went to him. Yeah. And the the part that I feel bad for also is all those football players, when they saw their teammate um, being taken off the field with the tube down his throat, you know, that's not something that you expect to see. In football. I never want to see a player ever take a hit in any sport and not get back up again because something's wrong. And I hate to see that. I'm just a little upset with the press and and so on, not giving the credit to those who should have been receiving the credit instead claiming miracles. Yeah, there's that. Uh, I I saw a lot of, uh, I saw a lot of people who were, you know, thank, thank the celestial, whatever. Yeah. I'll forgive the nurses. This one though, where the nurses and doctors are, were, I'll give them one forgiveness. And that is when they say that they've never seen somebody recover as well as he has. Well, when you take it into the context that most of the people that come in there aren't as in top physical condition as a football player. That's a good point. 
professional football that, player. Let's make sure a, a professional football player. Yeah, um, who's you know getting all the micronutrients that they need and tons of exercise and all that stuff. Sure, okay, it might seem like a miracle in comparison. Okay, I get that part. But come on, give the doctors the credit, give the nurses the credit, give the EMS a credit, give the ambulance driver a credit, you know, give those people the credit that's due. Stop taking it away from them. Stop attributing it to something beyond all of them. Okay? On the flip side of that, you had people attributing that happening because he got the COVID vaccine. Yes. Oh, God, that just, yeah. As soon as I hear somebody talking about that, I just, I tune them out. I can't take it anymore. Yeah, that was that was the flip side of the whole damn thing. I I saw some of that, and honest and truly, I was absolutely beyond flabbergasted because I, I yes, I will mock people for the, this whole science denial bullshit that goes on, but at the same time, I do try to find out. I I, tr- I do try to understand. Where are the connections that put this into them? That 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 it seems like it's a fair thing to work off of. And honest and truly, this is one of the few times where I have simply I listened to it, I tried to figure out where the hell it could be, but I just had no goddamn idea where the hell this whole thing came from. And I really wonder, is it just new bot things trying to undermine people? Yet again, I think so. Yeah. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't be at all surprised. But I will admit, you know, I I didn't go looking into it because, truth be told, just so disgusted with it. I I just I just couldn't. I just couldn't. Bring it around to uh, world stuff. There is a very pissed off raccoon out there somewhere in Europe. <laughs> Who is very proud these days? Let's take you over to our international desk over in the Midwest of the U.S. Bridget, tell us what you know. Well, the fellas and fellinas or fellerinas or whatever you want to call us in NAFO, which is the North Atlantic Fellas Organization, raised over $250,000 for a sea drone. For Ukraine, and its name is Raccoon's Revenge. Yes, it is. Named after the raccoon that was stolen out of the zoo by the Russians. Who did not cotton to that. No, he the raccoon bit the Russian because he didn't want to be shoved into a vehicle. But anyway, I thought that was so cool. We actually raised like 255K, and so the other 5K is going to medical supplies. Go up. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you know, I, I don't like to, I don't like the idea of warfare, but I can get behind this. I can get behind this because self-defense is a thing. And that's, that's, that's kind of a thing. Yeah. And the Z-Lex, or is it Z-Rex? Might be Z-Rex. C, C-Lex. Anyway. Uh, a bunch of bandages. Um, they're some kind of, you know, fancy Nancy medical bandages that you can use, you know, on the field that uh, will help coagulate 
stuff. Got a whole bunch of those too, with like the leftover money. So I'm just pretty jazzed about that. And Sky News has the story if you want more details. Cool. If we find it, we can uh, see if we drop it in there for everybody for later. Hey. Um, tech, out your way. And I, I, I had a little fun at your expense at the top of the show. Uh-oh. The, the January 6th anniversary has come and gone. And we had a new Congress come in. And um, a little bit of a problem with the minorities, uh, the, the Speaker of the House. You mean the majority? Sorry, the majority's Speaker Her of the gosh, House. But, yeah, um, do, you know, do you know anything <sighs> that you could go ahead and have fun telling us about that one? Uh, well, uh, for a particular Republican, in a Republican-controlled House, had to essentially give up all power of the position to win the position. And this was done uh, after 14 times failing to win. On the 15th time, he was finally voted in with the votes he needed to win. (laughs) Yeah, and his name is Kevin McCarthy. Mm -hmm. Um, elected House Speaker, multiple days of negotiation. It was on the 15th uh, round of voting that he was voted in. Um, and every time he failed, he had to give something up, essentially, to get more votes. Um, and while people, other people were laughing about it, I was pissed as hell. Because at least the Democrats could get their shit together. You know, one of the things that we've said on the show before is that when it comes to things like voting and, and, and solidarity, uh, the Republicans used to have that. Well, not anymore, as was self-evident. In fact, on the final round of voting, um, they thought things were going to continue in this pattern of just not quite getting there to, to get the person in. And they had been voting for several days. They brought their children. So what happens? Fight breaks out in front yeah. of the kids. They had to escort the kids out to to make sure that they didn't get involved in the fight. It's like, you know, when I, I I'm serious. I had a I I I woke up uh, a day or two ago, and the thought that hit me was children. Every single member of our government is just a child mm-hmm. pretending to be an adult. These are people who want power. Because they don't want to have to play with the same blocks as everybody else. They want the new blocks. Everybody else should get the old blocks. In fact, why does anybody else get blocks at all? All the blocks are mine. You you don't... Oh, I see Timmy's playing with the car. Well, I want the car now. Timmy doesn't get it anymore. And Susie's got that doll over there with the curly hair, but mine's missing a few strands of hair. She can have the broken doll. I want that doll. And why is that boy playing with a doll? That's a girl's toy. That boy shouldn't be allowed to play with a doll. So that, that's what we're seeing. Never, well, what what I what got it for me was they removed the metal detectors a couple days before that happened. Then had that violence break out, and you already know that Bobert's packing. I, mean, yeah, I was waiting. I was she waiting. doesn't care. And then if they happen to pass all those rules that he acquiesced to, one of them being 
one vote can have him removed. Yep. Are we going to be going through this daily for two years? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, we are. Um, and more, important, more importantly, these are the people, these people are getting ready to take away um, Social Security and things like that. You're not going to get it past the Senate. And if they're too busy having to recall McCarthy all the time and having to vote and revote, they're not going to even get to well, they have Biden's laptop or uh, a Fauci or any of that other stuff that they promised because they're going to be too busy infighting. So, as Sujin can probably attest to, Kevin is a real Kevin. Yeah. And um, Kevin has no power. He's done. Okay. He gave up everything to be in a position that had, and, but all his power is taken away. That's like being a hall monitor mm-hmm. who can't report on anybody. Right. You are now not only the most hated kid in school, you can't do shit about it. Before you could get other kids in trouble, but now you can't even do that. Why would he even agree to that? Because there is this mentality with these people, okay? And by these people, I mean everybody that we currently see in government. I don't care what side of the equation they're on. They all, all of them, have some form or level, some more than others. So it's, you know, the higher levels seem to be disproportionately on one side of the equation than the other, but they all have delusions of grandeur. Okay. They are greedy for power and authority and control. And honestly, it's been my opinion for a while now, anybody who wants to be in public office or anybody who desires to be in office should not be allowed to be in office without first going through. A, a peer-reviewed um, and multiple sessions with psychologists to see if they're mentally stable or not. Um, here's the thing. Uh, Stephanie had said, yes, I'm breathing the live chat. Is other stuff is going on. I'm with the Democratic representative who took popcorn on the second day. <laughs> Um, who, wait, wait, what, what is, what is her name? Uh, uh, the, the one lady who has always got her whiteboard with her. Uh, Katie Hobbs. She. Oh no, Katie Porter. Katie, Katie Porter, Porter right, and her right. whiteboard. She in that was, book. She was, she had a photo taken of her sitting there waiting for stuff to go on with a book open. And if you zoom in enough, you can see that the title of it is something to the effect of learning how not to give a fuck. It was the art of not... The art of not giving a fuck. The art of not giving a fuck. Yeah, but it had a little asterisk for the U on there. And it was not... And it was not photoshopped because it was a Getty image. That's right. It was real McCoy, man. (laughs) I understand that some of them did really funny things like... Lauren Boebert, when she said something nasty, you know, the Republicans booed her, at, but the Democrats went, ooh. When I heard that, <laughs> I didn't I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh. Because the first thing it did for me is it brought me back to fucking elementary school. To all that kids who want to be the popular kid, who want to put down others to make themselves look bigger, 
you know, to be in control. And then in junior high and the class president and all that other bull crap. And then in high school, it brought me back to school is what it did. And the experiences that I remember there, not being the cool kid, not being the popular kid. Granted, I had friends. They were solid friends. They were the kind of friends that, while they couldn't back in a fight because they didn't have the ability, they, they had never learned to defend themselves. I was that friend. I'd go running to, to back them up in a fight. But if you were having a problem at your house, if you had a problem with your homework, if you, you know, were short on money and you just couldn't afford lunch, they had your back. I had the solid friends that you want in the middle of an emergency, blizzard, tornadoes, hurricanes. They were good kids. I could not say the same thing about most of the popular kids that I knew growing up. And that shit in the House of Representatives remind me of school. Well, it's and unacceptable. It was it's embarrassing. Yeah, but the behavior of the Democrats, too, when they were laughing and ch- joking and everything else, that also was the same thing. It was the same shit. It's just a different side of the coin. It was just more of the popular kids, except this time they were laughing at the other popular kid who had spilled gravy on his shirt. Well, they were probably laughing out of horror at watching this all play out because this has never been done before. Yeah. And it's in full display of the whole world. Yeah. I'm not going to be one to uh, stand up for somebody who is behaving in an absolutely callous fashion. But at the same yeah, time... The, the whole book book of not giving a fuck and all that, the art of not giving a fuck, I'm sorry. I, I no, I can't well, laugh. Well, let me, let me let me give a piece of context that I think might have been going on, because this is opinion, because I was there, and truth be told, again, I couldn't be arsed to go and, and look up all of the stuff about people who were lip-reading to find out what was being said. The Republican Party, for a long time, for a very long time at this point, for too long time, has been saying, we're going to do this, we're going to do that. And it basically comes down to, we're going to make things horrible for everyone around us, because that's what we want to do. And as soon as we get in there, we're going to go ahead and we're going to do exactly that. And it's like the dog that finally caught the car. Now that you've got it, what are you going to do? Fine. You guys figure it out for yourselves, whatever the hell it is, because you can't even get your own shit in order. We'll just wait for you because you want to talk up a big-ass game. Fine. You guys want to be the big-ass bullies with the big-ass mouth? Fine. We're just going to sit back and watch you guys just... Whatever it is that is that that you guys are going to try to do and eat each other for lunch. I think I proved a point that the, the, the GOP are not there to govern in any way, shape, form, or fashion. They cannot even work together. They don't want to work together. And if they cannot govern and they cannot make the House go, they're gone in two years. And it's all for everyone to see. And you cannot blame the Democrats for that because they just, you know, kept putting up Jeffries over and over again and stayed, you know, consolidated behind him and put on a united front. 
The smart thing to do would have been to have five or six Republicans vote present sooner, get two or three of the more moderate, sane Republicans to back Jeffries and have him be speaker because he knows what he's doing and he would he's there to work. Tex, there is a uh, there's a piece that kind of came out about this that was circulating, and it was tongue in cheek, admittedly, but I want your take on it. Where the suggestion was to for the Democrats to back another Democrat, so that they would be able to vote for somebody that's, you know, it, it, at least sympathetic to their causes, but then again. We can't allow that to happen because if we do, then Washington, D.C. becomes a state and uh, Puerto Rico becomes a state and then it's just anarchy from there. I just loved the idea that the, there was somebody who was saying, you know, maybe the maybe the majority could use a minority as the head of it all. No, that'd be bad. I just thought it was amusing to me that this whole caving in that was going on on the one side. Maybe there's a way around it, but you won't like it any more than what's going on. I just... I I know I've heard people say, and I'm also seeing in the chat, that the GOP can try to do whatever they want, but, you know, they have to get stuff past Biden and past Congress. And it's like, first off, I don't trust Biden anymore. Part of this ticket was, I'm pro-union, I'm pro-union, I'm pro-union. And when he came time to take care of the unions, what did he do? He pissed on them. He might have pissed on them less than previous presidents, but he still pissed on their shoes. Because he could have just said, you know what, this is too important. We're just going to nationalize the rail. Here's the rules they're going to fall under. Here's the benefits and stuff and you know work it out with 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 the attorneys and everything else have a nice day and they would have been taken care of and we would have never had to face that problem ever again never right even bernie dropped the ball on this one because bernie was talking about getting 14 days of time off but he settled and then he says well i'm gonna go back and we need to revisit now now it's like no bernie the time was when you settled and you failed now, granted, Bernie doesn't typically have a, that kind of a track history. So I have a little more faith in that guy than I do the guy in the seat right now. Fair. And we've got a whole group of people who are hell-bent on investigating COVID and government misinformation about COVID and Hunter Biden and a... It, Basically, everything that's off the rails. But they're not going to be able to do that, though. No, but what they can do is they can waste our money as government, as taxpayers. They can waste the time that they could be discussing things like, oh, I don't know, funding programs to help feed children instead of just worrying only about the military. Uh, Last I checked... We can just about damn near zero anything on this planet without having to leave our own country uh, using remote technology. Let's feed some kids. huh? I don't think they're going to be doing any investigating for a while because they have to pass rules first. And if they can't 
if they have this much problem settling on a speaker, how do you think the rules uh, meeting is going to go Monday? It's going to be more fighting and back and forth and shit. And they're going to be too busy fighting each other for committees that they're not going to have time to investigate anything. Cause right, which means anything that could be passed that could be helpful is also going to be Exactly. It's, so it's what, going to be two years of a clusterfuck to look forward to. Yeah, we just had that with Trump, and look how badly it hurt this country. Yep. Now we've got another uh, two years of this shit, but instead of one person, it's 200 plus people. But at least they don't they can't override the Senate and they can't kill Medicare and Social Security because the Senate will not let that happen. We don't know if they'll let it happen. They won't let it happen. We, could- we say that now, but again, I have concerns. I have concerns because of how everybody is behaving. Everybody, not just one group. Yeah. They're all behaving like spoiled goddamn children. And I'm fucking tired of it. I am so sick of this shit. I love my country. I support my military. I support my teachers and my nurses, the railroad, the truck drivers, the the police who actually don't go out and kill people every five minutes, you know? And but my government, my House of Reps, my Senate, my Congress, my presidency, I think they all need to be fired unless some kindergartners in there and i don't say this jokingly i seriously think that right now the way this country is i think kindergartner could run our government better than the current setup of the current attendees are doing that's how bad i see our government right now there is and some- if this is just me seeing it from the inside which means I'm blinded to certain. How did the other countries see us? We know if you, if if you actually listen to some of their news and their people, and, and don't call it fake news. Yeah, we're we're not the country to visit right now. We're not the country to you know have anything to do with right now. Yeah, there's some stay that way for a while. There is something to be said for it, and uh, I think it's I think it's kind of worth talking through just a little bit. One of the things that is established as far as rules for people to seek public office in this country, uh, the only one that I remember off the top of my head is for president. You have to be a, I want to say natural born citizen. I think Mm -hmm. that there were some higgledy-piggledy that ended up happening with the rules and regs about what that qualifies as. But the age requirement was must be must be 35 years of age minimum mm-hmm. at the time of being sworn in. Yep. The youngest president that we'd ever had was John F. Kennedy. And he was 40 oh Balls. I forget exactly how old he was. He was he was he was in his early forties, as I recall. And there is something to be said for having younger people actually in office instead of people whose mm-hmm. average age is close approaching sixty. Yep. And reminding you that's average, which means that where there are a couple of people who are 
people are younger than that. There are people who've been around for too damn long who are far and away beyond that part. Octogenarians, forgive me, don't have any reason to be in making laws that are supposed to be, quote-unquote, in touch with a generation, two generations behind them. I when agree. They've been in Congress for 20, in some cases, 30 years. How in touch could you possibly be if you're not with a family at that time? I think that's why there's so much talk, talk now about term limits. Yeah. Yeah. There, they, so much support for it. The In the United States, we had one president who was elected four times successfully. Count them. Four. Four-year terms. Four times. He didn't survive that last one because, well, you know, shit happens. You know, bodies break down. But was elected four times. And after that, what did they do? They, 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 they changed the rules around so that you could only be elected twice to the position. Just twice. Where else is there put such a rule? To the best of my recollection, for federal, uh, federal level elections, there is no such rule. Even at the state levels, it's really difficult to try to find such a thing. But depends on the state. It it agreed. It depends on the state. Depends on the position. But there is something to be said that a younger generation needs to take over. It shouldn't be simply, you know, an average of fifty, sixty year old people making making rules and regs for everybody else when. They've been out of touch for only knows how long. Well, uh, I don't think the intent was for Congress to be a lifetime position. No, no, it wasn't. Um, and sideways to that, Seeker Tech, you guys are exactly right. The the attack on the Roe versus Wade thing here in the United States, which has become the thing about abortion and rules about human physiology. You're right. It, it never should have become a thing. And we know full well that the, the generations coming up not only have lived with that and seen the benefit of it, but the ones who grew up when the change happened and saw the actual direct benefit from when it wasn't in place to when it was. How the hell it, it could have gone wrong is beyond any of us. But again, Younger generations would have to look at this stuff and go, why do we have to fix what you guys screwed up? Why didn't you get it right in the first place? And should be having the opportunity. But, you know, we end up with people who are in the same position as you, Tech. Becoming distrustful. Becoming resentful. Not saying that you're wrong. Not saying that you you shouldn't be. but 
look at what these groups are, what these individuals are doing to the institutions and what we think they're supposed to be, what they're supposed to stand for. It's, it's simply hellacious. These people should just not be in the positions. And I'm a hundred percent behind you on this one. And I think 20 people should not be allowed to cause as much disruption and chaos. Agreed. I think some of them probably should be doing time right about now for January 6th. That is also a thing. By the way, Felix is helping me out. Uh, JFK was 43. Thank you. You know, if this had happened, all this kind of crap was happening on Sorry, my cat is uh, upset that I'm upset. So anyway, um, if this at all happened during... Uh, oh God, what was his name? Uh, I am not a crook. Nixon. 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 If this at all happened during Nixon's time, okay, uh, Nixon would have gone in there... Mind you, Nixon's not a president I look up to or anything like that. If, but if he had been there and seen what was going on in the house, he would have left whatever job he was doing at that time, shown up, told them all to sit down and start behaving themselves and stop being spoiled little brats. Because he, uh, even though he did wrong, and I can't believe I'm saying this, he had a lot more integrity than those people did. Do. About certain parts, yes. I will yeah. absolutely agree with you, but it was still he was still a crook. Yeah, <laughs> but at least when he got caught, he went, yeah, yeah, I, I did it. I was wrong. I got caught. Um, yeah, I'm I'm out. And these other people, when they get caught, they're like, eh, whatever. You know, we're not going to punish ourselves, and where you you know you can't hold us accountable anymore because we've gutted half the stuff that you would use to take it against us, and the other people are in our pocket. Again, how is it, you know, how can I not be anything but pissed off at these people? I would say you've got exactly every reason to be. And there is no reason why you shouldn't. And that doesn't even go into the whole, you know, people feel what they feel because that's the way that they feel. But, I mean, leave that platitude aside for a second. When you have an expectation of how something is supposed to work and it don't, yeah, it's, it's understandable to get frustrated. But when it's a bunch of people that you expect are supposed to know better and are supposed to do the goddamn job and don't go out there and do the goddamn job, yeah, that's you, you're absolutely right. And I got no reason to tell you otherwise. I'm absolutely with you on this one. See, the problem of it is, though, uh, the, the, o the only downside I've got to this whole thing would be if President Biden, Democrat, had come over and told the majority, the Republicans, that they need to sit down and do their thing, we know how that would have ended. We know how that would have ended. 
he would have been right to go ahead and remind him, hey, this is what your job's supposed to be, so get to it. But we know full well how that would have ended. It would have been a shit show to end all shit shows. But he wouldn't have necessarily been wrong. So, joy. Um, we also had to, uh, we had to deal with in the news, uh, a couple of losses, fairly high visibility. I already mentioned about Pope Ratzenberger, Pope Sidious, as some people had referred to him. Oh, um, rat bastard. Yeah. Yeah, it was him. And, you know, like I said, uh, no love lost here. <laughs> Go the fuck away. Um, sideways to that, by the way, I never knew that there was, a, there was a Pope hammer. When there, when a Pope supposedly dies, they have to get the, the jewel encrusted Pope hammer and, and hit him on the head three times to like actually check. Is he really dead? Yep. Tap, tap, tap. Yeah. He's really dead. Okay. It's official. Okay, you know what, whatever. But, um... Is it silver? <laughs> Dude. <laughs> it's the Holy Roman Catholic Church. Do you it's really think... Of course it fucking is. No, no, I'm sorry. I just have, I know. have a song going through my I know, head. I know. But we can't go ahead and do that because we'll definitely get a copyright. Get the DMCA on us. Don't, 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 don't fuck with me on this one. Um, uh, honestly, if we, uh, if they were all still alive, um, <laughs> if we told the authors of the song, uh, you know that that was going through our head when we were discussing that, they had probably laughed their butts off. Yeah, it probably could have gotten together with John Cleese and written a, a whole new verse. Just all right. Oh God. Um, but there, there was one loss that, um, happened during the time that kind of affects us in a, in a sideways way. We lost Barbara Walters. Barbara had yeah. been, yeah, she, she had been, um, a journalist, a professional news journalist. I don't say reporter, a news journalist for a very long time. She was not, she was not 100% loved, but she wasn't 100% loathed. And any good journalist should hope to never be loved entirely. Because if they are doing their job correctly, that means that everybody is getting a little bit of dirt on them and not being real happy about it. And that's the way that it should be. Because Ain't nobody 100% anything. It had to be one last kick in the teeth from 2022, just because. But she did a good long run, man. She surpassed 90 years old. That's that's a damned good accomplishment. And she had a lot of people. She had a lot of people that she interviewed over the years. Some of which were, uh, how do I best put this? Um, 
not exactly known for their humanitarian efforts. I think it's fair to go ahead and say that. And the thing, um, the thing that gives us just a, a little bit of a chuckle, if you will, about it is that because of that, there were, uh, there were a number of tributes in her honor that, and, and I'm expecting this people are going to laugh, that some people decided that one way to pay tribute to her was to have viewings of the movie Animal Olympics. Because there is one reporter in Animal Olympics, Bob Wawawa, who is an absolute delicious um, parody, if you will. Just absolute caricature of Barbara Walters. And it, it was just too damn funny for me to, you know, to think that this is, this is one of the, one of the ways that part of my generation remembers her. Not for what she did, but for the parody of her that ended up happening. And I'm, I'm, I normally don't laugh at, at the sad stuff, but sometimes just, you just gotta laugh at the absurdity of it all. It's just worthwhile. So if anybody hasn't yet seen uh, Animal Olympics, yeah, I recommend that you go find it. You might be able to find it on YouTube, as a matter of fact, because, you know, some of the stuff gets uploaded every once in a while, and, you know, it just doesn't get caught by stuff. Songs from the 60s from uh, Liverpool, England. Yeah, those will probably get picked up pretty quickly. So, yeah, yeah we're, we're not going to do that. Movies from, you know, 1980. Um, yeah, not 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 quite so much, apparently. Animal Olympics was a great thing, though. Animal Olympics was a great thing. Man, it saved us a lot of stuff. Um, and and Felix is over here. She loved it. You know what? I don't. I I never. I never went looking up interviews about uh, questions. Uh, to her about that portrayal of her um, as a as a caricature, uh, I really do hope that she did find it flattering and, and had a good laugh at it. But uh, it was one of those things. Um, what else was there that was going on that uh, that I've missed? That was um, anything else that was going on. I mean, we know full well that the uh, the January sixth committee finished putting their all all their stuff together and um, recommended criminal charges. Uh, and we, Jack Smith hired two more prosecutors. Yeah, I'm sure there's a reason for it. <laughs> yeah, uh, there, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of animosity right now that not enough is being done. I have to remind myself, because I start falling into that, not enough visible stuff is being told to us. We have to remind ourselves that when prosecutions do their job correctly, 
You don't know about it. Nobody knows about it until everybody knows about it. So, you kind of have to do the thing that I hate the most, which is um, just sit and wait. It sucks because it really feels like there could be nothing going on. And I'm just spinning away, spinning my wheels here. But, um. Yeah, I, a lot of us are. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm concerned. I'm annoyed. I would like stuff to be happening quicker also because, uh, I have, I have a legitimate reason, I think. And follow me on this one a second. Okay. This guy is not exactly in the best of health. And I would really like this son of a bitch to have his last days behind bars. And I'm more worried every day that there aren't going to be enough of those days ahead. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Well, you know. He may not be able to spin him behind bars, but if you speed the days ahead, you know, if McDonald's gets on board and starts shipping in, you know, Big Macs and other things, you know, every single day for every single meal. I mean, maybe he's still got leftovers from that one meal with the college. Oh, God. That was, that was a disgrace. That was tacky. I don't care who paid for it. I don't care of whose pocket it came out of. I'm that sorry. was a disgrace. I'm sorry. I'm that sorry. was tacky. I'm sorry. Not you, tacky. That what he did was tacky. No, I know, I know, I know. But the, the, just the idea that maybe there were still like leftovers from that, is, and and just mm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm smiling. I'm trying not to laugh, but I am. I am still. I am still sorry. That. That proves that money does not buy you class. Well, the fact that he had his own um, university proved that money doesn't buy you class. So, I mean, it's... and all of that ugly gold crap everywhere just ugh. you know why didn't anybody just give him a give him a violin? Right, Nero on the bottom somewhere. I'm sorry, these are as good as the jokes are getting right now. It's 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 closing in on quarter to two in the morning, and, and it's the first the first but show back I, in a long we time. We will so. get to see his taxes very soon, though, and find out he's not as wealthy as he says that he is. Huh. Now, uh, regarding that. Wasn't there a defamation suit that he had put out because somebody had uh, had written that he was a millionaire and not a billionaire, and he felt slighted by it? Well, probably course, true. When 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 you're when you are taught that the net worth. The money that you have, the investments that you have, and all that stuff, and the power that you have through it is the only thing worthwhile in this world. And somebody goes out there and says, oh, you're, you're, 
you're lesser than you think you are because of, you know, whatever. In some way, you're, maybe your net value pulled a musk or, you know, maybe you're out millions or whatever because, I don't know, spend it all. It takes a real hit to your ego. And for somebody who is 110% ego, with a little bit of narcissism thrown in, um, that was a joke, by the way. Um, yeah, it, it, it hit them personally. It really does. Um, it's the same as slapping somebody. Uh, it's kind of like dealing with godheads, okay? When people say they have a personal relationship with God, it's like, well, they envision their God the way they are. So when you reject their God, they take it as a personal slap in the face. It actually emotionally hurts them because they have associated their entire being to their God. And you've just rejected the God, therefore you've rejected them, therefore you have denied them their personhood. And it's it's just it's the same thing. It's just with a different subject matter. That's all it is. You have money. one that worships money, one that worships a mythical sky daddy, you know, so on. He doesn't have the money that he says that he has. That's all I'm gonna say. Which is why he fought so hard to not get those released. Because then everybody would know. And they will. And they will. There's um, there's a lot of stuff, man. There's a lot of stuff. Um, we started starting to lose influence over the path over over the party, which is good. No, it, you you're right, and that is good. And he's probably, if he can't get the nomination, he just may form a third party and take these Q-nuts with him. Yeah, we'll see what happens with that. But oh, I would love that. Split it. Split the party into pieces. They need to come back to something better, because what they are now is not acceptable. And we need to have we need a conservative party that actually functions, that's actually conservative, and not batshit crazy. It is because I don't want one party rule, and I don't care which party that is. That's a dangerous place to be. I do not want that. I agree. I agree. But the problem is, what is it that a conservative party? stand for they'll have to figure that out right now they stand for themselves right now there is no conservative party yeah yeah there, there's a party of me 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 and screw you if you're not me and fascists yeah. and 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 christian dominionists so you know just let's Let's make sure that we put, you know, the... We need, like, the old-school 1970s version conservative party. That is what we need. Yeah, back before um, Ronald Reagan. Yeah. That is what we need. When we actually had statesmen. I I don't think we need conservative parties anymore. We just need some moderates. 
moderates are willing to stand up and say, look, we understand that some people are afraid of change. So let's not progress, progress just because we can. Let's sit and analyze it, see where it's a good thing, see where that we're going to actually get some real benefits, investigate the other stuff, you know, spend some time on it, see what's, you know, what can wait, what needs to be addressed right now, and what is the, the stuff that's the, uh, on the wish list. And let's really analyze these things. Well, in the seventies, they did tech. Yeah. If you go look at a, a, go to like the government archives and look up the nineteen seventy four official GOP party platform, it's almost a mirror image of the two thousand and twelve Democratic Party platform. They used to be moderate. Well, they used to be moderate, but they called themselves conservatives, and I think that's mm-hmm. where the problem lies: is that we don't need more conservatives. We need moderates, and we need them to say they're moderates, and we need them to behave like moderate. I disagree. I propose instead that what we need are people who are educated enough to be past the, oh God, uh, greed? No, I'm trying to remember what the right term was. The This is one of those moments where I can't remember what the damn term is. The 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 Dunning-Kruger point. We need Mm -hmm. people who are educated beyond the Dunning-Kruger point, where they know they don't know, and are 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 self-aware enough to ask who has the information that we can study in order to make the best the best decisions for a long term plan possible. I don't I'll care. Go if, with that. I don't care if they are Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal, progressive, recessive, the ones who can actually take the information and dissect it, get educated on the subject and plan with experts who know what the hell the field is because I would I I will admit I would be the first one to trust provisionally Democrats and by name progressives but again provisionally, heavily provisionally, because like tech, I've lost enough trust over the years. But if I had somebody that was willing to go ahead and say, you know what? I know I don't know enough about this. Let's talk to the experts. I would be more than willing to trust them with a little bit more leniency. Shit, with a hell of a lot more leniency. I would like to have three or four actual parties. That, yeah. that function, you know, Agreed. like in Canada, but at the bare minimum to run for, you know, a, a representative or as a senator to at least be able to pass an eighth grade civics exam mm. at the very least. Well, that's and I want most politicians. people can't. 
you're assuming that uh, that eighth grade actually has civics classes. I mean, well, people that well schools that taught civics in eighth grade, I, I would expect at the bare minimum the people that represent us be able to pass that or have taken it. Apparently, some have not. Civics was removed from a lot of schools. Yeah, because they uh, the politicians figured out well if students know their civic rights. Um, we can't pull the wool over their eyes. Mm-hmm. And if you think I'm joking, uh, go go look up civics. You know when it started getting removed from the schools. See who were the politicians that voted in favor of encouraging that. Look at the names. Look at their representation. Look at their voting history. And yeah. It's sadly plain as day at that point what happened. Yeah, and wasn't wasn't Carlin that was uh, saying that it should really be more uh, more widely accepted as a course? I think it should be a lot of people have said that. that it's, 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 well, yes, but I mean, it used to be it used to be a mandatory course. It was turned uh, into a college course, which essentially. Uh, by removing it from uh, high school education and throwing it up, saying, oh, the kids aren't ready for it, you know, put it at the college level for when they're more mature. What they actually did was they bound the coursework. They, they blocked it. They, they paywalled it is what they did. And so now that the kids who have families who can't afford to go to college, suddenly they're out that part of the education. They don't want you smart. They want you dumb. Yeah. Not gonna argue. No two ways about it. Not gonna argue. And that, and and what you were saying about uh, politicians that you know have that self awareness, that have that rationality and everything else. Yeah, I can get behind that. But uh, honestly, uh, the reason why I was pushing towards the moderates is because I want to see another party up there. I want to see the party of the moderate, the party of the independent, the party of the green, the party of the whatever. I don't want to see Democrats and, and Republicans being the only two groups that are in control of the government anymore because that power has gone to both their heads. You know, it's it's like it's like you have one group that says, oh, hey, look, we're passing a law that, you know, people can shoot people now. And then you have the other group going, well, you know, uh, not everybody can afford a bulletproof vest. So what we're going to do is we're going to pass a law. That makes it so that if somebody makes less than a certain amount amount a year, they can get a bulletproof vest for them and their family, a household of up to X amount of people, and write it off on their taxes. And you're looking at one group going, why would you pass a law that allows other people to shoot each other? And they say, oh, because of my freedoms. And then you look at the other group and go, why aren't you stopping them? Why, why are you trying to sell me a vest when you could be stopping the shooting in the first place by not passing that law? And what they're not saying is because they're getting funding, both sides are getting funding from the Bulletproof Vest Company through lobbyists. Well, and, when I think... ha- and when you have a one-two side going like when you have that level of corruption going on in the government, okay, the, the this is analogous, mind you. Mind you, you need other parties to step in 
because then it starts becoming a problem for the lobbyists. Then it starts becoming a problem for the hoarders and greedy people. When they start having to deal with more than just two groups, suddenly it starts becoming, uh, oh shit, we gotta play this group and this group and we can't do, and nope, these people don't, nope, we, uh, oh shit. You know, and it starts making stuff come to light a little bit more. I want to see what happens with um, Adam Kinziger, um, because he's got an initiative, um, Country Over Party. And I would like to see how that goes, where he's endorsing different people, you know, from independents to Democrats to whomever, um, you know, just depending on the person. And I would really like to see where that goes. And, you know, if he can start backing independents and actually them gain some traction, that might be a good thing. That might be like the best thing to have come out of J6 if he can get that going. By the way, Tech, uh, you were reminding me of something. The Frinky Rules of Acquisition. Oh, God. Yeah. It, uh, you know what's scary? Well, I got it's, two. And actually, it's, it's, it's starting to be more like that. Frinky Rule of Acquisition number 34, war is good for business. 35, peace is good for business. So, And they, uh, and they quoted that... It, What's interesting is if you go online for my fellow nerds, you can actually look up the entire list of rules of acquisition. Acquisitions, yeah. Yep, I've but got 34 that. and 35 were actually mentioned in one of the shows. Several, as a matter of fact. And yes, I will make sure that the rules of acquisition are listed uh, courtesy of the nice folks over there at Memory Alpha. Love you guys. Holy crap. The vlogcast. <laughs> he said the thing. He said the thing. So you know Sorry. what that means? It means time to drink. <laughs> well, free pretty damn pretty damn close to it, as a matter of fact. Because being that it is at the top of the hour, we need to see about getting ourselves out of here. Preferably inside the next fifteen minutes, because Officially, we're supposed to be done in five. So um, I'm gonna I'm gonna pretty well call it uh, with with this much. Um, we're not going to have any kind of a, a closing anything for ourselves, other than I think collectively we'll all just say you know just happy New Year, welcome back, and please stay safe. I think we can all agree on that one. Yeah. So. Let's go ahead and call it a night. Thank you for being with us, everybody. We hope that you had yourself a good time. Hope that you found something worthwhile in all of our perspectives and you got something to think about for the week ahead. Oh, man, it's 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 nice to be back, but oh, man, you know, I, I'm i so glad I'm not drinking alcohol tonight. This, this would not be a good night for it. Deck, I'm glad you're able to make it, man. You take care of yourself. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back. Thank you. You know, oh, and we should defund churches who get involved in Paul. Absolutely. I'm, I'm, I'm behind on that one. You know, the the good part of it is he sings so poorly, I don't think that we would get a copyright strike. So That's because I'm not trying. I'm doing that on purpose, by the way, so you don't get a strike. I'll, I'll 
take that for what it is. Thank you. And Bridget, um, you know, we've, we've been fairly nice tonight, but, uh, you know, you, you want to go ahead and earn, earn that bitch title. Uh, I'm more than willing to go ahead and let you go ahead and do that right about now. Um, I'm not sure who to, to You've had three weeks to think about this. Come on. I can't remember dude's name off the top of my head, but the the rep that got elected that lied all over the place on oh, his resume mother. and may not even be a legitimate citizen. Oh, Whatever your name is. Dude, go fuck yourself. Okay, we, we, all right. I said we weren't gonna, the, the, oh, okay. We, we need, we, all right. Five minutes. Just, just give this an extra five minutes on this one, cause this, this one hurts. And if you shouldn't be listening, I'm about to, I'm about to let loose with some, with some Power 10 talk right about now. So sorry about that. This motherfucker is from my hometowns. He's from Long Island. This son of a bitch makes me hate saying that I am from the same area as him and reminding you, I can still stomach the idea that I have to say, because it's true, that I went to the same high school as Jerry Rivera. You might know him under his professional name as Geraldo Rivera. I have Italian words I would like to use for this guy, but instead I'll just use my fingers, because right now that's about as far as I'm willing to go. Jack, you want to go ahead and take a stab at him? I mean, he's not quite done yet. Dick is just sitting there. Yeah, I had the the mute button on. <laughs> I, I apologize. Um, Anything I've got a mute button. I've got a mute button on my headset. You, you want to you want to stick him with a foot? Uh, you know, early on he wasn't too bad, and then he started making mistakes. And then instead of you know saying, huh, "I made a mistake, I should learn from that," dude doubled down, <laughs> and now he's like a friend of Donald Trump. Um, he. Uh, Supposedly considered running in the uh, 2022 election for senator of Ohio. Uh, but he didn't, but he was on the fence about it. Then he was talking about that he wasn't talking about, blah, blah, blah. Uh, yet somehow he's supposedly pro choice, and yet Republican. Good for him. He's all over the goddamn board. This, I, I don't know whether he's coming or going half the time. I really don't. Um, let's just um, let's just say we can't wait to hear that this guy has just been turned away because maybe I, you know what tech ha- have a good laugh at this one. 
because maybe this guy is such a scummy artist, they're going to card him getting into the congressional offices, and he will have doctored his, his ID card to be somebody else. And, and they're going to kick him out for having a fake ID. Wait, I thought we were talking about Geraldo. No. No, no. We're talking about that, that dipshit that got himself elected over Long Island. How the hell did I think we... Did somebody mention Geraldo, please? I did. Because okay, so I would, that's how my brain got on the topic of Geraldo. That's, that's, okay, that's fine. That's fine. I, I'm sorry. No, I don't know of this other guy, the one that you're, you're talking you, about. You beautiful summer child, you you so lucky. <laughs> you have no idea how lucky you are right now. You do realize that I am trying to filter out some of the really stupid news I'm, so that I can ha- still be a functional no, I, I, adult I, 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 during the day. No, I got you. I got you. I got you. Perfect. I learned that lesson in 2020. I, I learned my lesson about letting all the news filter. That's fair. That's fair. I had to take a break from the show so bad. That's fine. That's fine. But, um, no, I'm sorry. Who I was talking about was Geraldo Rivera. Who, he's a TV personality, and you know, I've seen him go and do Yeah, we're not talking about him right now. No. Um, I've talked about him enough. No, this other guy that you're talking about, um, you're saying that he's not an American citizen, yet he's been voting We don't like know. That? There are questions. There are questions. Okay, well then, it's real simple. You know, since the Republican Party is so hell-bent on saying that, you know, Obama was an American citizen, despite his birth certificate, oh, it was a lie, um, and, you know, they're so hell-bent on ensuring that everybody who runs for various offices are American citizens, it should be no problem for them to under uh, uh, uncover whether or not he is one. But he's GOP, so they don't care. Oh, and he's not black, I'm guessing. And he's not black, but he lied about where he went to school. If he even went to school, he lied about his jobs that he had. He lied about his experience. He lied about what? Every goddamn Everything. Wait, are we talking about Trump here? No. Are you sure? Because it sounds like Trump. It does, does Trump 2.0, without the money. Mm. Or the charisma. Yeah, he's really smarmy. You know what? He may not have even been legal to even run, and there's a couple of DAs that are looking at him, but yeah. So you know what? We'll, 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 we'll deal with him for another time, but I can't remember his name. I think it's George something. So here's the question on my mind. Mm-hmm. Forget him running for office and everything else. Mm-hmm. If it turns out that the guy really, you know, like his parents lied to him about where he was born or something, and that fudged the whole thing up on the guy. Mm. Something outside of his control. All right, let's and let's assume let's assume that. Well, for a let's assume for a moment that this was completely out of this guy's control, right? Mm. Okay. Um, maybe his parents lied to him. Okay. Okay, because parents do that. Okay, it's a minute. Okay. And they find out that he's truly not an American citizen. Mm. What are they going to do about all the all his voting? Technically, that's fraud. 
Are they going to bring them up on charges? Because, you know, if I get pulled over by a police officer and I broke a law and I tell them, I'm sorry, I wasn't aware that law existed, their response is going to be ignorance of the law is you know, no excuse. You still have to pay the price for breaking it. So think about how many times he's voted and in what kind of elections he's voted and whether or not it was voter fraud. Well, I mean, this guy is just a fraud fraud. He got an MBA at whatever school, and school's never heard of him. Says that he's gay, but who knows? He's probably lying about that as well. All, yeah, all, all, everything that he brought up and campaigned on was a lie, every single bit of it. And now my big question is, if that's the case, ignore everything the hell else. Does that qualify under the bait-and-switch laws? Well, it could be election fraud. Could be. Because he ran fraudulently. Could be. And people voted for something different. But now the Democrats are getting the blame for this because they didn't do oppo research and out this guy. Until after the election, then everything came out. Well, we will have to, uh, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, my pillow guy is running for RNC chair. <laughs> you know, the worst thing that ever happened was somebody in prison told him that, you know, he shouldn't do drugs, that, you know, he's worth more than that. Uh, the guy in prison should have told him, you know, you need to do more drugs. Just, you know. Guys. Guys. <laughs> yes. Do you know what time it is? It's Miller time. I just remembered that Mike Lindell was running for RNC chair, and it just gives me kicks. It's it's, it's going to be one of those. See, the worst part about it is Tech goes ahead over here, and he's just like, It's Miller time! And all I can hear in my head is, Weekends are made for Michelob. I am old as shit, and I'm getting older. And it That's still beats the alternative. This is true. On the chat, guys, thank you. Seeker, Stephanie, uh, Phyllis, are you still awake? You know what? I don't care. You're, you're around there somewhere. Uh, Joseph was trying to get with us. Something was going on with his overall setup, hence the reason why after I announced for him, he wasn't able to be with us. He tried. He, he, he gave it his level best, but, you know, Oh, dark, stupid in the morning. I'm not going to expect him to, you know, be working it too damn long. So it, it is what it is. We'll see what's going on. But we're back. We're ready to go ahead into the rest of the new year. And hopefully we'll keep you entertained in some fashion or other. If you want to be in touch with us, please take a swing over to holycrapthevlogcast.com. You want to leave us a voicemail message. Phone number for that is 859-HCTV-554-859-428-8554. And it really is good to be back. On behalf of all of us, really hope that you had yourself a safe holiday season. You got the chance to spend a good portion of it with family or family of choice. And we do or sincere. Friends. 
or friends. But we do sincerely hope that you'd be sticking with us. We'll be looking forward to you again next week. So, until the next time we're together, everyone, as always, I wish you the peace I no longer have. I wish you the strength that I've learned. I wish you well. My lady, too damn many years later, I am still in love. Matene Fuji. I love you. I miss you. Dream of me. And everyone, until the next time we're together, of course, as always, good night. You've been listening to Holy Crap, the Vlogcast. Feel free to leave a comment at the show's website at holycrapthevlogcast.com, where you'll also find links to our Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter pages. Theme music is Twisted by Kevin McLeod, available at incompetech.com. And on behalf of all of us here, thank you for listening.